In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I'm Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. Premiere night. We've done it. The entrances, the limos, the, the glitz, the glam. How do you feel um, after episode one? Honestly, I, I'm I'm really excited about it. I, I had that. I don't know about you, but I had that rush of like The Bachelor's starting finally. Last night, it didn't really feel real. Even even when we were talking about the guys last week and the week before, it didn't feel like it had started yet. But what about you? What were your what were your initial feelings last night going into it? It kind of felt like we went from a standing start. There was no buzz. No one really talking about the season. Didn't really feel it on my end. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I I wrote about this and I felt it. It was like. You know, you you wonder what's the direction of this show, you know, like that's kind of like the opening of the season. And one, the Mike Fleiss being gone, I do think there have been subtle changes that are like very much in the edit. And it seems like 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 the way they and also the less guys thing. Honestly, are we down to 10 already? Like I, I, it I felt I, like it. It felt like it. Right. It felt like they were like, we're making a calculated decision. We're going to go 25 men, 25 suitors. Um, and we're going to get right into them. Like right away as you know, the, kind of the makeup of the show wasn't like, mm-hmm. it was like, it starts with charity, limo entrances, house drama, you know, uh, roses given out and people got time. It felt like, didn't you think? Yeah. I mean, I actually feel like I know these people. I know these people more than, um, I do in the other seasons. Like I'm being able to track their names with their faces a little bit more, knowing some sort of detail about them here and there. And then also during the commercials leading up, um, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh yeah. It was during, the claim to fame show during the right. commercial breaks, they were showing um, instead of doing normal bachelorette commercials, they were showing and featuring guys in their like, not their entrances, but they're the ones who were at home. Like they showed Xavier who was a chemist or who does the, um, uh, he d- does the research on like his mother's auto immune disease. Like, yeah, they were showing the guys during the commercials. Like it felt, yeah, we're seeing them more. Right. And it, it feels like that's like I, I would love to like hear from like what what was the team thought on this? And and I, I think it also goes back to like, you know, Zach was like made fun of pretty, you know, everyone was ready to make fun of Zach for being this boring bachelor and like very much like, you know, this like vessel charity kind of does that for me, too. I, I don't think I think like charity, we we you know, because it's a woman, we don't really go out. You know, Zach looks like someone the Internet allows us to make fun of. Charity isn't someone we're just going to like, you know, call a robot right away. Yeah. But like she is like su- suburban woman, you know, uh, going to go and 
move out to where her parents live. Like, it's not... So it feels like this is the direction. Like, we want to meet these people. We want the love story. We're going to go hokey-fokey Disney tale. And it feels like that's where we're going with this. Because even when we start out, like, we're in, you know, where, where is she from? Uh, in Georgia. Oh, great question. Um, we go out to her hometown. And she's dancing in the hometown. And it's like... Yeah, this is hometown. We got the family. Like it, it just felt very like, you know, friend who's going who would have gone to like sub- suburban obscurity from college. It even it even the music sort of felt different. I noticed it. Like I clocked the music um, when she was talking to certain guys, and it it felt very Disney like. I don't know. I don't know if it was just because. It maybe it really is different, but I was just like I'm saying to Chelsea, I'm like, listen to this music. It's it sounds like the elf music when they're um like <laughs> when they're going through the town. And I'm like, this is so bizarre, but um so far I kind of I like it. I like the quick entrances. I don't need to see everyone get out of the limo. I don't need to see right. you know all every single guy's details with long um, videos in their hometowns beforehand. Like I want to see them get to it. Yeah, let's get to you being in love with this person. And, yeah. You know, and then arguments amongst the suitors ensue. So what? let's get into the episode. Um, uh, do we want to we got a brief synopsis of what happened this week? Yeah. So there is a gigantic pergola of the dri- off the driveway, which is honestly strange. But I think it's because of the rain. It was the rain down played rain. a part. And listen, the um, the L.A. people like I think they taped this during your month of rain there. Oh, I mean, we had so much. We've had rain for months. But yeah, when we saw that, we were like, oh, yeah, that sucks. You could literally see the um, the when they're breathing the and droplets like, it's cold outside when it's cold outside too. the 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 smoke coming out of their mouths. Like yeah. They, yeah. They I, I my brother once told me that if you can see the rain on TV, that means there's like tons of rain. Oh, like shit. that's how you know it's pouring. So I kind of saw that like the rain and the light of the limo and you're like, oh, this is this was a pain. This night was a pain in the ass. Like charity looked amazing. But like, yes. To keep makeup and hair all together while it's like pouring like that. Like it seemed like it was like this. That night just didn't seem like it was an easy night for uh, or could they played it well. It did. I mean, like production wise. But you're like, wow, this must have been a project. Yeah. My hair simply would not have survived. (laughs) Simply not would have. We just would not have made it through the night. I would have been in such an ill mood freezing Mm. the cold. No, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been my night. But um, all right. And then Charity's brother is uh, is in a party city wig and is ready to give us the most dramatic season yet. And honestly, I kind of feel like it could be. We'll see. Um, I, I, I definitely like again, I like that we care more about these people than mm-hmm. maybe we, you know, last bachelorette season with two bachelorettes that didn't help our ability to like get to know people. There were more contestants than there ever were. Now we've gone to this other end of the spectrum and you go. Okay, um, I'm kind of like, there's a few guys I'm already cheering for. But what did you call yeah. the episode? Um, I had to go with the, you know, there's so many Barbie collabs happening right now. So I said, she's <laughs> everything and they're just Kens. Yeah, a lot of Kens. <laughs> I, I love it. What about you? 
I named it. Are we already on the final ten? When I saw those like ten roses at the rose ceremony, I was like, wait a minute, what episode <laughs> are we on? Like we have moved ahead. It is significant. Even when they were doing their cheers at the end, like the little toast, I was like, oh, everybody's gone. Right. <laughs> We've <laughs> bringing oh. their families. I know. I was like, we're we have hometowns in two weeks. We got to prepare. <laughs> So so we start out with learning that this is the 20th season of The Bachelorette. Jesse Palmer's big thing, 20th season of The Bachelorette. And over the course of the episode, we get these drop-ins. First from JoJo. JoJo, my queen. That was like the first Bachelorette I really ever fell in love with. Yes. And she's kind of been gone from the bachelor cinematic universe don't you think wasn't it weird to see her she she is gone her and jordan are doing like hgtv stuff mm-hmm. they're hosting i think they're hosting another dating show um that's either coming out soon or whatever i can't remember what it's called but i think they're hosting another dating show but they're like they're they're the real ones they got married they have been together right. for i think like eight years plus now Honestly, I felt like when I saw JoJo pop up, I was like, am I 80 or are they 80? How old was I when I yelled at their season? Are they older than me? Am I older than them? It aged me. I I had a moment where I was like, because JoJo's season was after the Ben Higgins season, right? Yeah. JoJo's season was the first season that I watched in real time. Ben Higgins is my first season that I watched. Like I was like, oh, I need to binge this really quick. Yeah. But JoJo's I watched in real time. That was the first one. Yeah, because then, but then they had you know Caitlin Bristow came on and did her you know her old routine, her yearly, of, her yearly show up. <laughs> she literally goes, I, "I'm the washed up." It's your favorite washed up bachelorette, which is like enough, enough, Caitlin, enough. It's like we get it. You're the relatable one. We could. I, so I'm going on her podcast. She's having me on. Oh, I need it every detail off the vine she had some off the vine advertisement behind her like listen i appreciate her having me on no other bachelor podcast has invited me so uh <laughs> it's um so i'm because i'm going to nashville to do shows in not this weekend but the next weekend so they were like if you want to go in I, i'm like yeah like Absolutely. I, I mean i i respect caitlin for always ABC, always be closing, always looking for a new fan. JoJo comes on. We're all cheering for you. You go, girl. Man, the way I I saw uh, two of the Bachelorettes come on the screen, I was like, I've never seen these women before in my life. <laughs> There's a, I mean, they go way back. I mean, 20 seasons. I mean, that's a long time. <laughs> so, so we get all the, you know, the 20-year reunion stuff. And then, okay, so now Charity goes home. Uh, to do we have the name of the town? She's from Columbus, Georgia. Columbus, yeah. Georgia. So she's dancing in the center of town, which I got to say, that's like the most embarrassing thing they could ever ask you to do. Go to the town you grew up in, which I don't feel confident enough to be like, here's me in my hometown. Like, I wasn't the prom king. Like, she was she the right. prom queen? Like, in what world is she like, you know, like, ah, Columbus, that's us. Like, I'd be, wouldn't you be embarrassed if you went to your hometown and they were like, you're the queen of this hometown, right? And you're like, no, everyone hated me. No, I, I'm, I I'm the washed didn't... up bachelorette. I'm Kayla Bristow, you know? Like, I almost didn't go to my 10-year reunion. Like, I'm not, like, showing up to my hometown excited to be there. Right. <laughs> 
Um, and then she goes to her parents' house and the, she gets the pep talk. Basically says uh, that she's not going to settle. There's no settling here. And she's got her brother. Mm-hmm. She's got her sister. The parents who've been married 48 years, which is absolutely jaw-dropping. I know. I know. And, I, and I, I've and i met a few, not many parents that have been married. My parents have been married for uh, 43. This will be their 44th wedding anniversary. Mm. But 48 just sounds so much longer because I guess it's closer to 50. Like, that's wild. Also, look at them. They look 48. I know. It's like they were put together at birth next to each other in the hospital. They're like... Put these two babies together. They're married now. Like, that's what they look like. It's crazy. They look so young. The sister looked older than the mom. The mom, it was, I I actually, when they said, because if you think of 48 years, like, just like you said, we're at 50. We're at the doorstep. Knock, knock. I know. I, I mean, I haven't even, like, I can't even fathom that amount of time. I mean, we haven't even been alive even close to that. It is wild just how young they look. So she just was like unbelievable. So they get the go see the parents and then it's like right to limos. Like we get right into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no fucking around. We leaned straight into the limos, which I I like. Let, let's like get these. Let's meet these guys and get it going. Like we don't need a lot of backstory. We already met Charity last season. We saw her. Let's go. Right. I, I totally agree. And I also, I like that it like went limo package, limo package. Like we mm-hmm. it, it went back and forth from the, you know, the entrance to who are we meeting? Give us some background. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So let's go to some standout entrances. Yeah. Okay. So we had Aaron B, who was first out of the limo, 
software salesman from San Diego. What did you think? I what did he do for his entrance? It, it just he seemed he like didn't a do anything. Solid was, entrance. Yeah, he was the first one. He had to like, you know, if he came out with a gimmick, that would send me into a spiral. Being like, man, the first guy out of the limo has some sort of like, uh, you know, magic trick he wants to show me. Like I can't. <laughs> I I'd have been. I, I wouldn't be great with that, but I, but I do remember, I think back to uh, when we were talking about Aaron two weeks ago, going over the guys and we were like, he's that politician. Like he seems like he's going right. to um, like show up great smile. Um, I really liked him. Right. If I saw Aaron get out of the limo, if I was the bachelor, I'd be like, yes, we're going to have a good season. He was like the most, you know, like you're like, I'm hiring him the minute he got out. Yeah. Buttons the coat, tall. A lot of them are tall. A lot of tall dudes on this season. A lot of height. Mm-hmm. He gets out, total, you know, mensch, total respectful. It was, you know, you, he is one of those people that you look at right away and you're like, move him into the finals. You know, yeah, uh, you know, get, get it going. Go. It's over. Home straight to hometowns. <laughs> get him to hometowns. Yeah. Um, we had Josh, who gave a speech on protecting and cherishing, and then Charity gave him a thumbs up. Um, he, Josh, against the backdrop of Aaron, short king, shorty. Oh, yeah, yeah. There weren't there weren't a lot of short guys this season, lot. but Josh and Joey, who we're talking about next, they uh, that Joey even made a comment about it. He was like, right. "You guys are all so tall." <laughs> Everyone was tall. Like there were some like people that were like so tall that you go it's like the rain on tv you know on tv if you could see the raindrops then it's really raining yeah if you can notice someone's tall on tv they are really fucking tall really tall yeah i love it and there were a lot of those guys (laughs) and you could see it against the backdrop of the limo like josh barely broke the top of the limo i don't know how tall the limo is but then like caleb one of the calebs he was towering over it Uh uh-huh and 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 uh, Danton Doton, Doton. How do we Doton? I think it's Doton, but I I because I was saying Doton, and then it, I think he he said it differently than I thought it was. I, I, I need think. to make sure. I need to go back and correct. But Doton. he was so insanely tall. Mm-hmm. The way he hugged her, because he was like he had to go up at the shoulders to hug her because he couldn't get down to the waist. Right. And and I wasn't sure if she's like shorter, but also like none of them were like gangly tall. They were all like proportionally tall. Like even Doton that I was like, I was looking at him. I was like, when they showed him in Brooklyn, like sitting at like, you know, um, they showed him at, uh, you know, the the basketball. Oh, center. yeah. They showed mm-hmm. him at Barclays and they showed him like around town. I was like, oh, he looks like a stud. Like it wasn't like yeah. awkward. It tall. wasn't weird. Yeah, it was not awkward tall. And you can you can easily go awkward tall. Right. Um, there's a there's a thin line. Right. We had Joey the tennis pro put a flower behind her ear. Also said he's from Philadelphia, which is wow, hilarious. The, the romance I, I, was taken away from the right. Hawaii <laughs> real quick. Right. I was like, ew. <laughs> yeah, tennis pro from Hawaii is different than tennis pro who moved away from home to like on his live, laugh, love vacation right. and Hello. ended up staying. But, he, you know, Joey, you know, Joey the ten- put the flower behind her ear. We had Warwick, 
who handed her a plane ticket because that's how his parents met. What did you think of that? So freak. That is the ideal. Like that we we make these jokes. It's like you're looking for the only person your age on your flight to sit next to you or whatever, mm-hmm. and they just so happen to be good looking. And his parents did that, and I honestly thought that plane ticket idea was really really cute. You, Ideally, it's a real plane ticket. You know what's funny? Well, it's a ticket to Oxford, Ohio, which I guess is where is he's from. Not exactly, you know, Cancun. But um, it's funny that he was like, that's how my parents met. The We Met in a Plane story is like, it's either a romantic tale or it is a horrific creep that hit on a flight attendant. Like, the oh. way he tells <laughs> like. Like, it's yes. not like, oh, my parents met on a plane. It's such a cute story. It's like, yeah, it's cute when it works out. You know, yeah, like. It, <laughs> and then if it doesn't, it's like, ew, something feels off about that. Right. Why are you talking to me? I have headphones in. I'm trying to go to sleep. I, I just left Vegas. I've been up all night. Like, I have, <laughs> I have still like glitter on my face. What do you uh, right. need? <laughs> are you, why are you bothering me? So, I had a guy offer to pick me up from the airport once after I like on my way home from Vegas and it was it was like a second from Vegas. Yeah, I was like yeah, that's not going to be good for either of us. Going <laughs> <laughs> to be a no for me, dog. Yeah. But no. <laughs> you're like, "Do you want to smell a human fart?" Um, I was like, "I Yeah. The last place you want to pick me up from is Vegas, honestly." Right. Not so then we had Xavier, who loves to knit, is a biomed science guy because his mom had an autoimmune disease. Uh, Xavier crushed it. They showed crushed him it. in his room with all his hobbies, and it is more things than I've ever done in my entire life. It was like a piano, a uh, ukulele, a whiteboard. Uh, He's knitting. Knitting. It was like a Mad Libs for person, place, or thing. Like, I couldn't believe it. And then... And then you get, um, uh, you see him on all of his hobbies, and then he's at the gym with a six pack. It's like, how many hours right. in the day? I was what? like, I do one thing, and I'm like, did it. He's right. like, I'm he gonna has- knit. I need to practice ukulele. I have to like work on my DJ set, the piano. Gotta go to the gym, huh? And Andy has to figure out a cure for his mom's auto autoimmune right. disease. I'm. <laughs> Excuse me? Right. It's like he must have. That's why he has so many abs. He doesn't have time to eat. He's got a, so much to do. It stresses me out. I mean, the cure for my mom's disease, this is why I got into the books, is like it's almost like Spider-Man level heroic. It's like I yeah. have to avenge Uncle Ben's death. Like this is what my life's calling is. It's like. How do you send him home ever? Yeah, I'm a, uh, I, I am a Xavier. Um, <laughs> I guess fan. I'll go home and figure out the cure now that I'm done on the Bachelorette. Bachelorette? Like what? Like don't waste his time, Charity. If he like, let him go home and you right. know get practice his ukulele and figure out the cure and work on his abs and knit something for you. Jeez. So then we had Caleb, the doctor of family medicine. He brought a stethoscope, which that's my move. If I'm a doctor, I'm hammering home. I'm a doctor. I mention it every five minutes. It's not 100 percent. Right. Caleb B., the wrestler who wore a cowboy hat for some unknown reason, claims he's the opposite of his douchebag wrestling persona. 
Which, like, I'll wait until we, you know, I'll see it when I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. You know what I mean? He needs to prove himself out of jail. Like, I feel like <laughs> he needs to start guilty and then find a way to prove himself not guilty. Well, you, you can't come dressed as the douchebag and go, yeah, that's my character. It's like, well, then why didn't you dress in the normal thing you would wear normally? Yeah, it doesn't, it does, it doesn't make any sense that I... I see the cowboy hat and I'm like, okay, wh- it doesn't make sense with your, you know. Uh, You're from Orlando, character. bro. Right. That, that's the other part. It's like, you know, the cowboy hat, he was just like, listen, if you want to go on the show and stand out, I understand the cowboy hat. He wore this like big jacket that was bright and had metallics and all that stuff. But then it's like, okay, maybe you do, like he didn't go wrestler enough. To make this like his opening entrance to stand out. So he went halfway. So it's kind of confusing. Like I can imagine him coming down the aisle and they're like, oh, cowboy hat, Texas, you know, rootin' tootin'. He's like, no, Orlando. And then they're like, oh, bright jacket. Um, Are you in the, no, I'm a wrestler. It's like, Uh, he kind of like was half pregnant. (laughs) Yes. I think it was, it was really just misleading in general because he has i think also because his look is so intense like he has right. he's a big dude with long hair and a thick goatee like he has a very uh, I, I guess intense is the right word look so you kind of have to commit to that him showing up with like uh, in a suit and um he, he'll look like what's what's his name from Penn and Teller <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking Pen? about. Yeah, the one with the ponytail <laughs> in the back. Right. And like, well, the that's, glo- like, that's the thing. There's a world where he gets a glow up and he looks like Braden. He actually yes. has the size, the look, the little pony, you know, but he has to like, listen, if you're, if you have a role where you have to keep a haircut, you got to keep a haircut. Like, I yeah. get it. So I'm with you. Like, he, he, he it was so in between. That I, I I don't think you did anything for us. No, it was bizarre, and I can't believe she ended up keeping him later. That was weird. I was like, huh? <laughs> Kept him. I, I guess it worked. Then we had Doton. Uh, he's a med- integrative medicine doctor from Nigeria. When uh, came from Nigeria when he was four, uh, Charity was into him. Yeah, I think very Charity. Into him. Do you think? I wonder. And I guess this is a question for charity. Do they say, what's your type? Do you think they oh. say, like, hey, give us, like, what you're into? Because, like, or do they just say, we're going to take, you know, whoever we can get? I think they have to consider it at least a little bit. Because if you kind of just go rogue and cast anybody, I think they have to take into consideration certain, um, you know, aspects of people's personalities or likes or dislikes or hobbies into account because if you don't think about any of that and you're just like, okay, who's going to be good for TV, the chances of them being attracted to this person is going to be significantly lower. Right. I guess love is blind. The show love is blind would say we disagree, but like I'm with you like, Hey, give me what, you know, if, if you could give us three qualities that are, are physically attractive to you and then you go, you know, height is number one. Like, and it seems as though charity mm-hmm. is a height queen. I mean, a height queen. 
I love it. I loved I loved his story as well. Just like he just had such a um like his parents coming from Nigeria, like you said, and like he was like it was a very humbling experience and it just I don't know. Man, he I seemed love him. also I think he's cooler great. than I thought he was gonna be. Yes. Wait, he, I thought he was gonna he go make nerd. A joke about yeah. being cool. He was like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my friends say I'm the cool one. He goes, But I don't know. I don't see myself as cool. And I was like, Huh, I don't really either, but I think you're cooler than I thought. Right. He he definitely was cool. He, he definitely went cooler than I thought he was gonna be. So we had some quick entrance packages. Khalid, we didn't get much from. Um, Nick, I don't even remember no. there being a Nick. Um, John Henry, he brought his underwater helmet. We didn't get much, but he did <laughs> stick around, I think. He did stick around, but I, I saw the helmet and immediately was like, is this submarine helmet too soon? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's going to be horrible. His whole life, he's going to have to answer questions about the submarine, I'm, I'm sure. Bet. Or like being underwater and like the pressure and this and that for 100%. If your job involves any amount of underwater time, that's your life now. Yeah, I will be calling you. I'm we had, obsessed. <laughs> we had Aaron S. Um, I don't. Aaron S. Which one was he? I have, let's see here, Aaron S. I have the the cast up here. Oh, this was the firefighter, this this stripper Aaron S. got Aaron S. got a lot of time as like a producer mouthpiece. Yeah, like, felt a, like he, a narrator the, almost. Yeah, he was the narrator of the episode. It felt like he was the one that they trusted to like say things during the interviews. But he looked... He he looks older in his picture, but he looked even older on the show. Totally agree. He's the firefighter. He the quagmire chin ain't it, it's really quagmiring. It is. And it even more when you see when you see them like now on the show and not just in these pictures. Right. <laughs> Tanner brought the terrible towel with a T on it. Because he's from Pittsburgh, which is... We got less of Tanner than I thought we would get. I know. I thought we were going to end up getting more of him, but I think... I don't know. I think we're going to get more of him later. I think this was just like a taste. He's also another tall one that I didn't see being as tall as he was. Agreed. I did not think Tanner was going to be that tall. I we can't believe... Cr- I'm just going by... I saw Pilot Pete. I can't believe we didn't keep him. I thought we were going to... Sorry, I'm yeah, going he- off, off book. <laughs> He didn't um, he didn't do much. I mean, I, I don't even remember seeing him. No, I, I mean, it, he mentioned the pilot thing. It didn't really get much play. Um, we had Braden. And so Chris comes and does flips, which that's all he does. I, I didn't know he would. And then they go. I'm like, is that all this guy going to do a bunch of flips? Mm-hmm. And then they go to his like package piece. And he's like, yeah, I'm a world champion jumper. And you're like, okay, I guess this does make sense. Right. So we read his bio last week and it Mm. was like... um, Professional dunker. Yeah. He's like, he loves dunking or whatever. And he has a, he's the Guinness uh, world record highest jump, like standing jump. Like when we first saw him do that jump, I couldn't believe what I saw. Unbelievable. He went, I mean, it was, it is a talent, but it is also like... Okay, 
we saw the opener. We have to have a show now. Like, <laughs> how many times can he jump? Like, you, you, there is a point where your thing gets in the way of of having a personality, and you wonder that about Chris because anytime he could, he's he's back to jumping, jumping or flipping or something right. multiple times on the show. I'm like. It it gives me like the energy of the kid who used to drum in high school, but then uh-huh. he'd always be banging on something or always be like <laughs> practicing with his, or on the steering wheel. Like that's and right. it gets annoying. Right, like at a certain point, like, hey, drum kid, are you okay? Are you like, masking uh-huh. a, a, an insecurity here? What's going on? So weird. And then we had Brayden. So Brayden was a big part of this episode. Um, he yeah. didn't get much time on his entrance, but he does. Braden gets a package. He gets a, like, we get a look at him on the beach. He brings out shots because he's a nurse. Got to make sure you get your shots. He's very 24 to me. Even very though. Very 24. I will have, we have to live in a world, and I, I would love to hear your opinion on this. He is, to me, a hunk. Like, undeniably, like, he looks like Christopher Reeve. Like, oh, yeah, like he looks like he was wearing the glasses. He's got very Clark Kent, very much like he's in the suit. But you could tell the suit doesn't really like fit his vibe. He wore a suit because he had to like he would have been barefoot in the suit. There was something I understood about him getting the time he got because he just was like and he's a 24 year old stud that doesn't seem like there's a lot going on. It feels like a very wide-eyed look at the world. He's talking about climbing and on the beach and yoga. And he's got two earrings in. And he's got the glasses on. And, a and bunch the of, man bun. And I- <laughs> The man bun. He's doing stretches. He's into new age stuff. It just was all very, I'm 24 and trying to figure out who this person is. It felt like he tells people he's a male feminist. I don't know. What was your thinking on Braden? He I couldn't completely- have braided any harder. No, he just like we talked about in the first and the podcast before about him wearing every accessory like he was giving every angle of every detail of everything he's ever done. And and he's a good looking dude, but I think you're right. Like He's so young and you could just tell by like his mannerisms and um, how he said, bro, every other word like, like, bro, we kiss like I can't believe like it just seemed so. Youthful and and there were parts where it was really charming where I was like, oh, my God, that's so cute that he was so excited. Like I thought him talking to Charity's brother was charming and sweet. Right. I I didn't see the issue um, with. So basically what happens is Braden goes into the the house, has a great conversation with Charity, and then they end up kissing. And he comes over to the bar where Nehemiah Charity's brother is dressed up in a ridiculous clown costume and he's like pumped about the kiss. I didn't see anything about that that was outside of like his character or a lie. It felt genuine from the viewer standpoint. I agree with you. Yeah, it felt it felt 100 percent who he was, who he's been showing us, Mm. who he was all night. And it was interesting to make us think that um, he was doing it in a cocky way or like they wanted us to not like him for right. a second. And I'm like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't we want someone who's excited about 
our charity I, there. Like being it's, like, it, <laughs> it's a perfect example of like when someone's like, it's the edit. It's like, no, it's not the edit. Like all no. of us. I don't think there's anyone that didn't see through the idea of him being this evil guy. Like he just seemed like a pumped, immature young guy to get the kiss and liked her. Yeah. It didn't really seem like any drama at all, but it was. Yeah, I don't strange. know. It was it was strange that that was made into some, I guess not strange because they need drama, but like, yeah. So then we had Spencer. So Spencer gets out, and I guess otherwise there was Sean. There was John brings a fortune cookie because he's both Chinese and American. Then the fortune's about him. I thought that was a good entrance. Yeah. Um, there was Caleb with a K. All these other people, but Spencer was really the entrance that I couldn't wrap my head around. What did you yeah. think of Spencer's entrance? At first, it was like really, it was really uncomfortable. And I was like, oh my gosh, like somebody get this guy like a cue card or like let him, like let's start over or something. Mm -hmm. Like let's, because he felt very nervous, like very nervous at first. And I was like, okay, he's like super nervous. He's struggling to talk. I wish they would have like let him redo it or something. I don't know if they did, mm -hmm. but I think they just like let him push through. And so all of it was very uncomfortable. But then like, Throughout the episode, it became less like, ew, that's, this is uncomfortable and more like, oh, I think this is really sad. Like, uh, interesting. I didn't take it as sad. I, I, sad is a different like, direction. I guess like if that's who he is. The social cues like weren't there or like, I don't know, like the some of the stuff, he, like the crying. Then he, when he has his conversation with her in the house about having a kid and like opening up about that, it's like. You're just opening up for the sake of opening up. Like it yeah. like it, it almost felt like a cheat code to like get to the next level to be like, well, now that I've revealed this thing that no one else has, you know, I'm vulnerable. I'm trying harder than anyone else. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, there's been so many people with kids on here. This is not that. This isn't new. Well, she said you go. She goes, you're obviously giving up a lot to be here. And he was like. No, I guess. Like he didn't even like say he didn't even agree with her. He was like, "I, what do you mean? The mom takes care of her." Like it was like it was very weird it that he made it this big weird. thing, but then it wasn't a big thing when she was like, "Oh wow, you've really taken a lot to be here." There's something. There's something really strange about it. I can't. I can't figure it out. But there was an article in the Sun. Mm. Um the U.S. Sun, and it was about Spencer. What was it called? Batch Off. Bachelorette fans feel uncomfortable by Charity Lawson's awkward interactions with creepy suitor Spencer Storbeck. Yeah, and then... Like listen. The, the, the Twitter, the tweets were tough, too. Yeah, he wasn't... I mean, he gave serial killer vibes. It was like a vibe of, like, I'm the weirdo in the movie and listen if that's his personality like i mm -hmm. would rather him be like listen i'm just generally uncomfortable he didn't really say that he was just like kick me in the nuts i also like, feel like him at some point just kick me in the nuts i also feel like at some point you know when he eventually goes home because i do not see him lasting much longer it's gonna be a tough send home I feel like there's gonna be an outburst of some sort or like a he's not gonna take it well yeah I that's the scary part about the person that you can't really like 
figure out. You're like, yeah. At least we know like where everyone else is going, kind of. Like we'd be like, oh, Braden's gonna go, you know, salute the sun gods and do right. some yoga. Like he'll be fine. You know, like yeah, it it doesn't. He's. I mean, he was crying. He's a wild card. He was crying and was like, you know, if Charity keeps me, like he'll. I feel like a better, like a better man. Like I've. I didn't even see him crying. I honestly. Oh my god, he was doing these like in the moment interviews, like on the side, and I mean, just weeping. Yeah, that's (laughs) and it's like this the extremes. It's like, kick me in the nuts, and now I'm crying. Like it's like what? It's really. I yeah. I I don't see this playing out. Great. Later. More solo conversations in the house were Joey, the tennis pro. they have a nice talk. Joey never makes eye contact with her. No. It's a little bizarre no, the way they it, talked. That was, uh, I, I can, like, if you want to look away, like, while you're talking, like, that's natural and normal. Like, you don't need to hold, like, Jesse Palmer holds eye contact like he's being paid to keep your eyes, like, in lock. He was, he was talking to Charity at the very beginning. He was like, yeah, I don't even think he blinked. But Joey, I don't even think he looked at her. No, it, it was a little bizarre. It was like he was reading script off of the ground because he forgot his lines. Like it was like a weird right. like, actor thing. Yeah, it, it didn't really. But she seemed to like him. She seemed to be into him. Like it seemed to like be something of a connection. Right. Um, we had James brought the letter from his family, like in the cider and the donuts. The letter from the mom was like crazy. Like I, I guess James's family is like a huge Bachelor fan. Like. Can you imagine your parents being like, I saw this person on TV, bring them this letter. I already am in love with them. Like that that was like a lot. I was waiting for the um the memes on Twitter where they like photo like where they take the picture of, you know, James and Charity reading this letter, but then they have another picture next to it and it's like mm. the, it's the Jersey Shore like um dear so and so, this one time at bed, blah 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 blah. And you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it, make all those like memes with that because these letters, it's a it's truly like a a thing that they do on the Who show. sits down to write a letter to a woman they've never met because they might right. be the, the woman of their kids, you know, they, they might the kid might date. Right. How crazy is that mom? That's, That's my bizarre. question. That How is... crazy is that mom? My mom would be like, write what? To who? <laughs> I am desperate to meet your family. They are they they've they haven't written a letter ever in their entire life. There's no letter writing. There's no <laughs> letter writing that. anywhere. Sorry, this is not <laughs> not a letter writing family. Um so then we had uh you know there was John who got the second ki- Xavier gets the first kiss of the night. Xavier was a stud as well. Mhm. Xavier man. I love Xavier. Everything about Xavier is everything to me he's i right. think he's great all the hobbies everything john also surprised me i didn't i knew i was gonna like him but i didn't think i'd like him this much mm. he was so charming and so likable and he had like the best smile i love john which one was john? i'm sitting here he's like, the data the data scientist um uh what else oh the, the with, with the fortune cookie yes Yes. Yes. John was great. John was great in a way. I thought John was going to be like a douchey guy. He was great. Mm-hmm. He I was, thought he and, was going to be douchey as well. Right. And bigger dude than I expected. 
all of them, most of them were bigger. I thought, you know who I thought was going to be taller? I thought Joey was going to be taller. Yeah, Joey was the only one that was like, he he actually looked like he was shrinking as the show was going on. It, It was actually so crazy. Because as everyone got bigger, he just got smaller and smaller. Right. And then when and then when he I didn't notice it as much until he went up to go get his rose from charity and they are mm. almost eye to eye. So, yeah, it, it, and charity doesn't present tall. So, no, nope. we had Spencer, the nervous conversation. We had Aaron ass uh, said they had a do- uh, said dope ass on their date. I mean, I love the interactions. I love these guys that they come in hot. You know, they're they're trying. Aaron B. wrote a poem and then played the keyboard, which showed that if you can play the keyboard, you can just say anything while you're playing it. And then he kept flipping this coin. Aaron B. was the coin flipper. How no, do we not listen. talk about this? Heads, I stay. Tails, I leave. I think he had a two head. I think he had a I think there, he had a coin that was double heads. It had to have been. Heads, I get a kiss. Tails, you play the piano. It had to have been a double-headed coin. No, and I was waiting. I was waiting. I was like, man, it would be such a great move if he like broke the fourth wall and looked at the camera and showed us both. That would be awesome. I would have. I would have been like, (laughs) winner. Right. Incredible. I mean, he was playing the whole night like he was Two Face from Batman. He made every decision from this coin. Tommy Lee Jones. (laughs) <laughs> totally Tommy Lee Aaron he he legit like I, I I think it's a good move I think it's a fun move because like, the too. coin easy to carry you don't have to dress up the coin becomes this like thing if it works out I mean like luck was on his side I guess or he had a double-sided coin I'm gonna start bringing a double-sided coin uh to the bars and be like heads you buy me a drink tails I buy you a drink and it's always heads and there. okay I think you'd never pay for a drink again in your entire life. I know. I think you legit, if you go out with your gal crew to wherever you go in Venice and you bring one (laughs) coin, that coin will be an investment for the rest of your lives. I think you guys, that is a great move. Yeah, that's, you know what? That's what we're doing. (laughs) Now, a big thing that they did was Nehemiah dressing up and Nehemiah is Charity's brother and they're like, we're going to dress him up to be this undercover mole bartender who's going to report back who's rear for the right reasons and the wrong reasons. What did you think of this whole thing? I, I can tell you that if I saw Charity's brother just like out and about, even honestly on the show mm. as the bartender, I would not know. He was acting like... He was an A-list celebrity, household name. They would automatically know who he was. It is crazy for anyone to believe that as the brother of The Bachelorette, you would be recognized by any of her suitors. And if you do believe that, you don't need to do much for the costume. You don't need to put on the costume from coming to America because that I mean, that's was what the most did. insane costume like honestly they should like if if the idea that nobody was like walking around going i think there's a guy in costume like behind the bar like that's why i'm confused it's like he could have just did the mustache 
But the mustache the was falling off his face. He's pressing it on right, right. throughout the episode. But like they didn't, they set him up for failure. And then the curly wig that was li- that they bought like from. If the- you're going to do it, do it. Like I don't understand like this idea that like oh there's a lot of guys talking about kissing my sister. It's like yeah what yes. what the fuck do you think they're gonna talk about like go like for this to have worked they had to go subtle with the costume. He wasn't even in caterer waiter attire he was in a puffy jacket like he got off the subway and was like hanging right why didn't they put him like in a suit or in a polo like dress him like the other guys what was the jacket about like what was the what it was lazy it was annoying i wanted i do think this is a good idea yeah but it was done so lazily like the brother needs to go up to someone and be like what do you think of her titties and if he's not willing to do that then you're not willing to do what we're trying to do here. We're trying to figure out who's a dick. What do you think of her titties? Just go up. One, what do you think of her titties? That's all no, he has because- to do. For him to be like, I don't know, it's so awkward with my sister. It's like, what do you think all these guys are here to do? They want to get married to her. Like, I know you want to be respectful of your sister and your family, but like, if you don't want to do it, if you can't give us, what do you think of her titties, then what are we doing here? Uh- <laughs> The title of the episode. What do you think of her titties? titties? No, but like. He has to go dogish if he wants to find a dog. I know. I know. But if I think if he did that, there I think if he did that, we'd have five guys left at the end of the night. Why are we on at nine o'clock? Why are we even here? Oh, right. Nine o'clock. So it can be more adult. Yeah, right. Bullshit. I call bullshit. The fact that Nehemiah didn't go around being like, yo, do you go down on chicks or not? Like, I want to know. Like, smash or pass. Smash or pass. Just, I mean, you, you could go kinder than what I'm saying. What do you think <laughs> of her ass? It's a hot ass, right? The one thing he got was that one guy, Michael, who was like, I like a curvier woman. That was funny because she's so petite. I know. I thought that was funny. Um, I was like, all right, go like, off, Michael. <laughs> right. Good for you, buddy. Now, he's like, yeah, I'll deal. But I like a curvy woman like he's like like that could have been encouraged more. I wanted this to be a real thing and they should do this every season. There should be a like honestly don't have her brother do it. Have someone else do it. Like have an actual actor who's not there for the show. Just what do you think of her titties? That's all you got to (laughs) do. Then What are we doing here? What are we doing here? I don't understand it at all. That was the best. Big drama in the house was that Braden kisses and comes back to Nehemiah, who's dressed as a character from the Guess Who board, and is like, hey, <laughs> is like, oh my God, I can't believe I just kissed him. And then Nehemiah goes to report on all the guys to his sister. And the report is basically like, I like Aaron B, the coin flipper. Yeah. Aaron S seems uncomfortable, but seems like a nice guy. And the Braden was so happy about the kiss that it went into cocky territory for him, which I didn't agree with. I don't, I really don't agree with that either. I, I, that was, that was bizarre. And I, I like how you could tell that they had such a great connection. Like they wanted Mm. to keep kissing. Like they, like it felt really natural. Hand it to Braden. His response was perfect. He goes, if I had a first impression, Rose, I would give it to you based on our conversation. 
Mm-hmm. I thought that was a perfect response. Like, hey, I was yeah. really excited. We connected. We had a kiss. I why wouldn't I get a rose? Like, right. And then, like, honestly, like he gets the rose from he gets the first impression rose, and you go, yeah. What's more confident than and like more good looking than? Yeah, of course I would give you the rose. We fucking connected, and I want that rose. Like that, almost put him over the top to get the rose. I know, and the fact that they like, I. It was weird because the, the the show made us feel like he shouldn't be getting it. And then they also made it seem like to the guys that he was going home. Really? And I was like, it, at right, first, right. I was like, if he goes home, fuck this season. Right. I was like, that's I crazy. He, I think the, the, the guys getting mad at Brayden is because he's 24. Like, I'm sure he's ringing, if he's ringing young to us on screen, he is ringing young in that house. And I'm sure they were like, fuck, this 24-year-old got a kiss. I'm sitting here, 28, a fucking doctor. Like, there are doctors losing out to, you know, nurse Braden. Who brought shots, and it's like 4 a.m., and he's like, I can't believe we kissed. And they're all, like, right. exhausted. <laughs> I understood why the, yeah, I understood why the other guys didn't like him. Like, it made sense to me. But it was right. like, it just... I don't know, the whole idea of him being this evil guy because he was, like, pumped. He kissed his sister. I don't know. So we go to the rose ceremony, um, and we got Braden, Aaron B., John, Xavier, Joey, Caleb B., Warwick, Aaron S., Caleb A., Adrian, James, Sean, Michael, Tanner, Doton, Caleb K., John Henry, Josh, and then the surprise stay, Spencer. Spencer staying... It's a surprise. I do understand why she kept him. If someone comes up to you and is like, I need to open up to you, you're going to give him another chance. This guy's vulnerable. I'm looking for a vulnerable guy. He brings up the kids. I, I think it's a more, to me, it's it's not admirable of him, but he know, I think he knows what he's doing more than he's putting on. But but she said that it was her least favorite entrance of the night. Like, right. How do you look over <laughs> him saying, please kick me in the nuts? Because he says he has a kid. Something, some, this is, I see uh, when Spencer goes home, because he inevitably will, I see it not going smoothly. We're going to find it out. Not, I just see it not going smoothly. And it's, it's weird that they kept him just because like, he's so uncomfortable. Uh, even, even not talking to chair. Something's up. <laughs> Something is up. I'm we Ill. say goodbye to Joe, Taylor, Peter, Nick, Khalid, and Chris. None of them really jumped out at me. Except for Chris. He was a jumper. That was a really bad joke. Oh, the jumper. But, um- <laughs> it was so funny when they came back to the, you know, all the guys, and he's just like, I'll jump on something else. And then you have the wrestler being like, let me show you this. Right. <laughs> he's like, oh, a bunch of toddlers. I was like, if I walked into that room, I'd be like, you all need to sit the fuck down. (laughs) Please. Let's do some weekly categories. What do you think? Okay, so I got a would you rather. You ready? All right. A guy says nothing, uh, says nothing when he enters. He just comes in. Hi, I'm Jared. Nice to meet you. Big hug. I'll see you inside. 
Or a guy comes out and says, I want to teach you self-defense. Kick me in the nuts. <laughs> Honestly, I would probably just be just for fun. I'd probably end up going with the guy that says kick me in the nuts because I'd be like, right. I'd be like, oh, well, all right. <laughs> just At least like he showed some the, some gusto <laughs> just to get the reaction because I'm like, if you're giving me this, your first mistake was giving me this opportunity. <laughs> your right. second mis- mistake was thinking I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, let me go change out of this dress into some uh, a, a bodysuit so I can get some my my kicking legs ready. I know. What, what? Okay, what would you do? But it's like a girl or something. Or honestly, which one would you pick? I'm curious. I'd rather the girl be like, you know, hit my titty, you know, than than nothing. Yeah. You know, like I. At least I know where she stands. Like the person that just is like, I'll see you inside. It's like, you're hitting on me. Take a chance. Right. I feel like that's the, just commit to it. You have to right. commit to the bit. What do you think? Brother interview, uh, interview your first date or you get dressed in costume by the ABC costume people. So like, <laughs> honestly, you're would- leaving your Hollywood, uh, your, your Hollywood. Your your Halloween costume is left in the hands of the ABC costume people or your brother interviews your first date. I would have to the way I the way the costume people have pro, have failed. It it is the biggest failure I've ever seen from this show. Astronomical. Like that was crazy. I was like they kept adding. I was like, okay, the mustache. I was like, all right, a mustache, like whatever. And then I saw the wig. I was like, oh, the wig's not that's great. Did they run then, to CVS 10 minutes before the taping? What was this? This was a major part of the episode. And then they added the fedora. The fedora is what really sent me into the, like the stratosphere. Sitting on top of his head like he's Paddington Bear. Yeah, it was crazy. What? Yeah, no, it's going to be it's going to be um uh I'll I'll have my my sibling interview the first date. My sister would sabotage me for sure. But <laughs> My brother's, 100% my brother's interviewing the first day. Is your brother older or younger? I can't remember. Younger. Okay, right, yeah, same. <laughs> Let him get it. Get at him, boss. Yeah. Uh, what Top three men. All right, I had Xavier, Joey, and Doton. Uh, I'm with you on Xavier. I'm with you. Uh, Joey and Doton, I agree, great candidates. Aaron B with the coin flip and then Braden. I got to give it to Braden. He's in there. I kn- Braden is in there. I think I, I like Braden, but I do. I think he's fun for now. That's the thing. I Braden is the hot person you have to go out with because they're hot. Like, I think you have to like, like if there was a woman on this show where I was like, I don't see any chance of marriage, but I'm like, she's a 50 out of 10. I am like, I got, I, I'll be made fun of by all my friends. I got to keep this person here. Yeah. And I think, and I think it's good that she leaned into it this first episode, you know, this first week it's like, yeah, get your kicks with Brayden now. And then let's, let's be fucking for real later. Right, right, right. This was the, <laughs> the the fun. I agree. IG Rising Star, who did you have? I said Nehemiah. I have I like Nehemiah. He's obviously a good brother, but I think 
He's liking the spotlight a little too much. I think he's lo- like the attention was on him too much this episode. Right. I think Nehemiah, he got the most Instagram likes he's ever gotten today. On the picture yes. of him in the costume. He definitely got like a big day today. He definitely will get followers from this. Someone will reach out. It is a big IG day for him. In my head for like two seconds, I was like, oh my God, is this guy still single? Because I could see them playing him up as like maybe the next Bachelor. They like never mentioned like his relationship line. status. Hmm. Not know. once mentioned, but I, I hear you. Like there's a place for him. On this show. Yeah. But I think it, there's too much attention on him. I thought he was like too hammy for the camera when it's his well, sister's like opening night. Right. And it's also just cheese ball. All these guys talking about kissing my sister. It's like, dude, what planet do you live on? What do you watch yeah. on? A de- what do you watch on TV? Like what movies do you watch? What are you talking about? Let's bring him back for fantasy suites and he can be the, the housekeeper. <laughs> Housekeeping. You know, he goes in. He's going to pick up a few things. He's in a wig. He's in a maid's outfit. Yeah. Hello. Uh, I had IG Rising Star Braden. I think this guy 100%. is going to influence every natural skincare routine for men that's ever been created. Yeah. he's Braden is going to. I also see him coming back. Um, like he's already good looking dude, but I see him coming back at M- men tell all with like an even better glow up, like a dramatic glow up. I mean, this guy, he had so many adornments. It was crazy. Two studs, fake prescription glasses, Clark Kent style. It was all crazy. The glasses were a lot. And like the pink, his outfit was fucked. Like, he had this baby pink or baby blue shirt on with a pink tie and a black suit. I was like, who dressed? What is this? It's a, it, it was very I never wear a suit. No like, thought uh, was put into it no. at all. He was like, yeah, just throw a few shirts in there and uh, we'll be good to go. All right, Jared, it is time for our new segment that we're calling Red Flag of the Week. Brought to you by Apothic Wine. Walking down the red aisle without a plan can be daunting, but choosing the right wine to pair with your bachelorette viewing party doesn't have to be. Apothic Red's delicious flavor and smooth finish ranks it America's number one red blend. Apothic Red is the perfect wine for your next batch night because bringing it to the party shows that everyone's there for the right reasons. But we can't say the same about all of our contestants after this week's Bachelorette episode. Okay, Jared, now I need to know your red flag of the week. Uh, Spencer. It, it was. It couldn't get any cringier same. than watching him on TV. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I mean, for him to get out of the limo and say, so your charity, which is like, okay, yeah, that's the person we all know. Correct. Like, she's not going to introduce herself to you. And then to go, you need self-defense, so I'll let you kick me in the nuts. That was his premise. I like, know. who looks at him as like, oh, that's a good idea. Like, that's a crazy opening. <laughs> go ahead and kick me in the nuts. Like, there's what? something. I, I feel like we need to find out more about Spencer. <laughs> well, even Charity was like, I can't even kick in this dress. Like, this self-defense class isn't even helpful. Like... I wonder if he 
my prediction is that he like made that. I think he forgot what he was supposed to do. Like I think he was he had another entrance or another gimmick that he was supposed to have, and uh, he got kind of frazzled and then was like, "Oh, I know, so I can I could do this because again, yeah, none of those things set her her up for success or him." And I think he just leaned into it. And then, like, I don't know. There's something really off. I can't. Mm. <laughs> I do not believe Charity made the choice to keep Spencer. <laughs> I think, I think. They saw a live it was one. was, like, production or, like, you know, being like, hey, you know, he really did this. He's crying. Keeping Spencer, I feel like, was a really bad move. It's just going to get this poor man. I feel bad. There's something up. <laughs> That is it for this week's Red Flag of the Week presented by Apothic Wine. Their red blend is delicious, smooth, and easy to sip so everyone can enjoy a glass during the rose ceremony. With notes of dark red fruit, vanilla, and smooth mocha, it's the perfect wine for catching up on your favorite shows like The Bachelorette. Showing up to your watch party without a bottle is the ultimate red flag, so don't let the drama unfold without pouring a glass for yourself and for your friends. You can get $5 off your first Apothic wine order on Drizzly with the code Apothic5, and if you're not into red, no worries. Apothic has a whole portfolio of delicious flavors that riff on your classic blends. That's A-P-O-T-H-I-C-5 on Drizzly for $5 off your order. Paradise picks. I got Braided and Joe Hawaii. Those are great picks. Yeah. <laughs> Those are, I mean, they, the they scream like I need to go to paradise. Like, don't keep me on here. Just send me to the beach. Right. I'm going to be done with it. I also said Brayden, but um, I also said Chris, the guy who does all the jumping. I want to see him <laughs> on the beach. Long jumping jumps. onto the jumping down the stairs. I want right. to see him, uh, you know, jumping onto the day beds, jumping onto the bar with Wells, <laughs> jumping into the ocean. Yeah, no, there's a lot of jumping to be done on that beach. I agree. Who did you have winning the week? Who gets your rose? Um, I think winning the week. Honestly, I think Charity won the week for me. Just I think mm. she. Um, I'm glad she didn't listen to her brother when it came to like Brayden. Um, Great point. And I just think she's going to do her own thing. And I think she looked great and has a great group of guys. Charity won the week for me. What about you? That's a great point. Going against your brother and giving the guy the rose. It's a power move, power moment. I had Braden. He just, this guy's going to, I think he's going to get cast on like 17 more reality shows. I really don't think this is the end for him on any. No. Like, I don't know. He literally came in costume. He costumed himself. Better than the ABC producer's costume, Nehemiah. You're not wrong. No lies detected there. Wow, that is so true. <laughs> That's so true. It's crazy. Uh, did you uh, did you watch the like the preview for the season? I didn't get into it. Um, I always kind of leave it. It, it's I, it for gives the away best. a lot. It, was there a lot? I think I think there's going to be a lot of character shifts mm. that. Compared to, I, I think we're going to have to refer back to this episode on first impressions. Well, that's the fun of getting to know these guys better. I like know. that's the fun of having a little bit more here because like this is opening night. You should be on your best behavior. You are at guard to make sure you're not the guy who gets too drunk. The guy who's the drama. Mm -hmm. The more we learn about these people, the more they can disappoint us or, you know, on the other end of that do better, you know, a hundred percent, 100 percent. 
So yeah. we'll be back next week with uh, another recap, right, Kay? Yes, we'll be back next week with another recap. Um, until then, you can follow us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. You can follow me at K York City. And I'm at Jared Free. The Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.